This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello and welcome into Brewcast from Maze of Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Luke Yardy and Scotty White here with you as we kick off the probably best month, I would say, sports month of the year. March 1st, Wednesday night, we record heading to Thursday, March 2nd. And you know what that means? That means as you're listening to this, it is two weeks away from the first Thursday of the NCAA tournament, man. What a great month it's going to be. Scotty White, what's going on? How you doing today, man? I'm doing great, dude. I, I couldn't be more excited for March. Um, I, I mean, like you said, I, I really think it is the best sports month of the year. I mean, you just can't beat, especially that first weekend of March Madness. Um, and last night, you know, I was, I was, I, I saw all the tweets playing the music and I had to whip up the YouTube video of the, you know, best March Madness finishes and, I couldn't be more excited, um, but but I'll say this, man. We we gotta we we need Michigan in that thing because it is it is so much less fun when when your team's on the outside looking in on March Madness. Yeah, we are we are absolutely going to be talking a whole lot of hoops on this week's show, as you well know. Michigan is playing their way into the conversation with a couple opportunities down the stretch. Before we get into that, though, uh, wanted to address something that deals with the podcast. So, uh, as I mentioned, it, it's still Brewcast as an SB Nation podcast network. Um, so we are an SB Nation podcast for now, but. We are going to be transitioning our podcasts uh, from Maze and Brew to the Fan First Sports Network. Now, this really doesn't mean anything for you, the listener. If you're subscribed, you're not going to have to go out of your way and read subscribe to any of our podcasts. Our feeds are coming with us, so all subscribers won't have to do anything to find us. So out of the blue, Brewcast, all uh, future blue. All of your favorite MNB podcasts will be a part of the FFSN under the new name, the Block M Podcast Network. Um, if you're curious what FFSN is, it's a team of podcasters formerly from SB Nation Podcasts who were all discontinued under the SB Nation platform due to cost-saving efforts on their part. Uh, so, you know, at first, obviously, we all got the news, felt like a gut punch, but now bit of a new exciting opportunity uh, with, with Fan First Sports Network and all of us at the Block M Podcast Network are eager to get started as we all work together towards this common goal of creating the very be- best podcast for the fans, for the fans, by the fans. So uh, looking forward to the new opportunity, but just wanted to get that out there because I know we we put it out on the site and things like that, letting you guys know uh, a little bit that we will be transitioning and that will be happening at some point here this month. So, I mean, are, uh, any thoughts, Scotty? Oh, sorry about that. I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I am excited about it. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, at first I was really bummed out and I was I was a little bit worried about our podcast. Um, but now, like you said, it's it's a good opportunity. I'm excited to, to you know, kind of bind together with these other SB Nation uh, websites, you know, come together, get some new connections with them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was... 
it was a little stressful for a second there, but it was, it was pretty cool to see us all come together and be able to form this new thing. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited to get it going. Um, but yeah, as for now, still called Brewcast, you know, still working on, uh, on some new names for that. You know, Luke's had some great ideas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll have something good for you guys soon. Uh, but yeah, really excited for that. All righty. So let's talk a little hoops here because it is March, man. And that's what it's all about. Only two games left uh, in the regular season. It's kind of crazy that uh, we're going to be getting the Big Ten Conference Tournament next week, man. And and this year's Big Ten Conference Tournament is going to be amazing. It's going to be like the, the old Big East tournaments, I feel like. Wide open. Anyone can beat anyone in this conference on any given night. And what more proof of that do you need for than the the graphic that I saw here today uh, on Twitter? It, it just looks hilarious, Scotty White, as it's got the current Big Ten seating. So if the if the season ended today, Michigan would actually be the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament. Okay, so it's crazy. But there was a graphic up on ESPN. So it's got um it's got the 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 listed standings, the record in the conference, then the projected seed according to ESPN's Joe Lenardi, right? It's got uh Purdue obviously at one uh in the standings, and then they're projected one seed, followed by Michigan at number two, 11 and seven. They're out, and then three, four, five, six are Maryland, Northwestern, Iowa, Indiana. Uh, seven seed, six seed, eight seed, four seed, Michigan out of the tournament, tournament, uh, the NCAA tournament as uh, right now the two seed in the Big Ten tournament. Just just looks funny, uh, but that's the predicament. U- ultimately, that's the situation that we're in, Scotty. Michigan's played some really good ball down the stretch. They've won six of their last eight, but man, do those two losses to Indiana and at Wisconsin uh, hurt a little bit when you, when you look in hindsight, but you got a couple of road games at Illinois, at Indiana, a couple of quad one, quad one victory opportunities. At the end of the day, Michigan does control their own destiny, I, I believe. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to bring up that graphic, too. I think it's hilarious. Like, I, I've been thinking about it so much. Like, literally, I, I, I have been losing sleep thinking about some of these games that Michigan's lost because, I mean, if, if you show me a, a graphic that has Michigan to, – you're telling me that Michigan's, you know, in second place in the Big Ten with two games to go here on March 1st. You tell me that in November, I'm thinking – oh, sweet, Michigan's going to have a really good year, you know, maybe looking at a three or four seed in the NCAA tournament. I mean, that is just bizarre to see that sort of graphic. And and the crazy thing, too, is, I mean, here we are, we're Michigan's sitting on the outside looking in, you know, they're, they're creeping up, you know, starting to be on that first four out kind of tier. Um, even uh, Jerry Palm CBS had Michigan in the last four in. Um, so they're getting there. But Michigan could still win a share of the Big Ten title. It's unlikely yeah. Purdue would have to lose both both games. Michigan would have to win both games, but it's it is mathematically possible. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's just been a bizarre season, and yeah, I mean I just I I really think about the Iowa game a lot because I mean that was just the biggest yeah. choke of the season, up seven with two minutes to go. Um, but I mean we saw again this weekend that Iowa can can cover some ground in the end of the games pretty quick. Um, but I mean, you win that one, you win the game against Indiana and you win the game against Wisconsin and boom, Michigan's in first place. Um, so I mean, three games right there and could totally change the season, but it's, it's been, it's been an exciting, February was a good month, an exciting month. Yep. And we, we, we talked a couple weeks ago and we were thinking, all right, Michigan probably has to win the big 10 tournament and that's their only hope to get in. And, and now it doesn't really appear that that's the case. So, so I mean, 
they, they've got a chance and it, it's going to be a really exciting finish. Yeah, you're not kidding there. And ultimately, um, a, a season saving shot by Hunter Dickinson on Sunday uh at at Chrysler man unbelievable like I it, I it felt like it was going to be another gut punch right in, in that Wisconsin game man like another one like oh uh, it's going to be the season of almost uh, like you know yeah. what what if they would have beat Wisconsin both times because they could have what if they would have held on to the, the the win against Indiana what if they would have you know held on to the win against Iowa what if they would have held on to the win against Virginia that, yeah. Like we we forget they completely blew that game against Virginia. Michigan dominated a lot of that game. Ended up losing by two. You know, so many missed opportunities for them this season. I thought it was going to be another one. Hunter Dickinson ultimately saves the season with that shot. Michigan with a good performance in overtime. And now we're talking like Michigan has a chance um, to to play their way in here. I think you know one more win. And they're really close. Like they're yeah. right on the teeter. Two more wins, whether it's in the regular season or if it's, you know, they split Illinois, Indiana in, in some way, shape, or form. They get one of the Big Ten tournament. I think they're feeling pretty good uh, about it. If they win both at Illinois and at Indiana, I think they're a lock to make the tournament. Uh, so, so ultimately, you know, what it comes down to is the ball is in Michigan's court. And if they continue to play that the way that they've been playing, like even, you know, it, there's a really good case that you could make, you know, that that they could be very well undefeated in the month of February right now. Like and, and the transformation, I think, starts on the defensive end with the way they've been playing, man. They feel so much more locked in on, on that side of the basketball right now than they were at times here this year. You know, I think they're defending the pick and roll a whole lot better. Um their rotations have been so much better. Still a little bit iffy on the on the rebounding side of things against Wisconsin for some reason. But I mean yeah. that defensive performance they put on at the rack on on oh Thursday God. was unbelievable to hold Rutgers to forty five points in Rutgers in that building where they've been so so good. I mean, what an amazing performance! And that's where it's it started. Then, of course, uh, the the emergence sort of of Kobe Bufkin and Doug McDaniel without Jed Howard in the lineup that has been something for when Jed Howard returns. That makes them even scarier with with these two guys playing with the confidence that they are. Yeah, no, that the the Rutgers game was so impressive. I mean, that's I and mean, it's another game. It really feels like that Rutgers and Wisconsin game felt like okay, Michigan loses this game, and now it's really you gotta you gotta win the Big Ten tournament to make it. And and Michigan started down thirteen three. I mean, the, yeah. the the first ten minutes of that Rutgers game were not pretty. It was not looking like it was gonna be a fun game to watch, and to be able to respond in that environment and just dominate the game from that point on um that was that was that was awesome and it's really been the last three games for michigan that they've won what's really impressed me is just the end of the game um i think even against wisconsin obviously dominated overtime so that was that was obviously really good but even at the end of the game i didn't even think that michigan did that obviously they were up 11 12 uh, and let Wisconsin crawl back in it. But I thought that Michigan put themselves in a good position before Hunter Dickinson. I mean, Kobe Bufkin, yeah, he got swatted on the head. Like, he should have been going to the line for two free throws. That would have put Michigan up. He hit a really clutch shot to possession before that to put Michigan up. So I thought Michigan was making some plays. And then, obviously, Hunter Dickinson, some people would call it a lucky shot. But, I mean, he 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 stepped up and he saved Michigan's season. 
Um, and that was the problem. That's how Michigan was losing these games is they weren't making plays at the end of the game. Um, so to be able to come in and, and close those last, obviously against Michigan State, they just it was closed the whole way, and then they just dominated the last couple minutes. Um, and I mean that's been the difference in those games. Um, but yeah, I mean the road the road ahead is not easy at at Illinois tomorrow. Who Juwan Howard doesn't have a win against Illinois yet. Um, so I mean obviously that's going to be tough at Indiana. Um, it's 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 going to be tough. I, I'm really hoping that Michigan can find a way to split because. I mean, like you said, I think if Michigan can just win one of these final two games, one win maybe, but I think two wins in the Big Ten tournament will definitely lock up a, a berth in the NCAA tournament. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Speaking of Illinois, not not to get too far off topic here, but did you see the news here today uh, from Derek Piper, the lead basketball reporter for IlliniInquire.com on the 247 network? Uh, he said Illini player Matthew Mayer said he's been oh, yeah. sick the, the past few days with, quote, caffeine poisoning, said yeah. he drank five monsters while playing video games Sunday after the OSU game, and it was his first day bracket practice here today. Five monsters, Scotty White. What? Dude. Matthew Mayer, man. Well, like, what decisions? I mean, you've made some good decisions in your life to become a Division One basketball player. But what decisions ultimately in your life lead you to drink five monsters while playing video games at a night, man? I, I can't believe that he's still kicking. Yeah, seriously, dude. That's insane. I've I've never heard of, of that. I mean, I did he sleep the past three days? No like, way. There's no chance. <laughs> dude, that is insane. Like, I'll have a couple of vodka Red Bulls and feel like I'm having heart palpitations. You won't, you, dude, you, you won't sleep until you won't get to bed till like 5 a.m. when you go out, you know, especially yeah, if you, that's... especially if you know, if you, if you end up at Skeeps and they give you the pictures of the vodka Red Bulls, then, <laughs> yeah, then you're in trouble, be, you know, that'd be dangerous. That'd be dangerous. So I, well, he'll be energetic for the game tomorrow. I'm sure that's, I'm sure he's still got some of that coursing through the veins. That's yeah, that I did see that. And that is, that is insane. That's terrible. Uh, I think he needs to get like medically cleared before oh, that yeah. happened. Like that, that cannot be, that's gotta be dangerous, man. Oh yeah. Like well, I re I remember back in the day when I was in high school, it was a big story. Um, there was a kid, he was a high schooler and I can't remember what state it was. So this probably would have been between 2008 and 2010. And this kid, um, he hit like a game winning buzzer beater shot and like as right after not too long after he hit it like the the fans stormed the court and stuff like that but he ended up dying of a heart attack out there cuz apparently he pounded like three or four or five hour energies in the locker room before the game and is and after all that commotion it just stopped like seriously they like that's dangerous stuff man legitimately oh yeah, oh, yeah dude that is i mean i i remember in high school one time like i hit uh, like I hit a walk-off 
and I like literally almost blacked out. And I don't, I don't even <laughs> drink. Like, it's just like the adrenaline alone from doing something like that is enough. But then the, when you mix that into it, I've got some friends that'll, that'll pound like two or three bang energy drinks during, during their baseball games. And one of them will like throw, Bro, that's up, crazy. throw up in the bullpen every single game. And I'm like, dude, find a different routine. Please. I mean, <laughs> long term, man, that is not going to work out for you. Yeah. Definitely not not good for your. For your so that that's crazy, man. The uh, Illinois this year in general just has kind of been a wild ride, to be quite it honest is. with it you. Is. And and the last thing on that is I googled it, and um, the they they don't recommend having more than one in one day. So five in one night is uh, it, it makes sense that he missed three days of practice. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> um. I, I don't know because so Illinois they've been a good team here this year. They're they're obviously in the tournament field. They're ten and eight in the conference, um, but but we expected them to be maybe maybe the favorites to win the conference given the the transfers with Terrence Shannon Jr. and um, uh, Mayer coming in. You know a couple of high pedigree guys, and uh, given what they already had returning just hasn't quite worked out here this year like like a good record at 19 and 10 but in the big 10 they, they've just really been kind of up and down this season man can't really you know put my finger on it and and even ken palm they're 36th uh in ken palm right now you know which is that that's not what i would have expected uh for illinois at the beginning of the season they just lost to ohio state by 12 on the road it, you know ohio state has been playing unbelievably bad basketball this year uh but but generally you know uh a, a, when a game like that happens illinois coming back home after getting beat by 12 to ohio state kind of embarrassed by ohio state on the road like i think illinois, illinois is going to be very very locked in oh definitely and and you know with this michigan illinois rivalry type thing that's yeah. kind of brewed up over the past couple of years they always seem to come to play um, for sure play in Michigan. Um, but yeah, then, the, then obviously there's the Terry Shannon storyline, right? Like exactly. this, is, this is the only time that they're going to be playing, but Terry Shannon by all accounts was going to be a Michigan Wolverine right. had the, the transfer process not gotten screwed up. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see, you know, how, how the chemistry is on the floor between, you know, like him and hunt and, and Jace. I know they all became pretty good friends. Um, during his recruiting process. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. And also, you know, it, we're thinking about this game for Michigan's NCAA tournament hopes, but also, I mean, the seating for the big 10 tournament is so yes. wide open for Michigan. I think they can go anywhere from two to nine. Yeah. Um, and, and Illinois is sitting at a game back. So, and, and you look at the bracket and it, I, I really, really hope that Michigan stays on either the two or the three seed would just be really good because that whole, I mean, like you said, the whole tournament is pretty open. Um, here's the thing. The here's the thing though. I, I, I keep telling myself this because I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, who would be the best matchups? But it's not only for Michigan that could finish like between two and nine, right? It's literally everyone oh, else. Yeah. Rutgers, Michigan state, Illinois, all at 10 and eight. Maryland, Indiana, Iowa, all at 11 and eight, Michigan and Northwestern at 11 and seven. Like the entire thing could get completely flipped on its head here. So I, I have a hard time even looking at the bracket, given how close the standings are, because I have no idea where everyone else is going to finish. Right. It's it's basically impossible to predict at this point. And it, like we'll, we'll know in a few days, thankfully. 
But one thing I'm I'm pretty sure of, I doubt that Purdue is going to drop two games. So I expect Purdue to be. Yeah, the Purdue's going to be Purdue's going to be the one seed. That that yeah. is Purdue is going to be the one seed. Minnesota is going to be the 14 seed. Yeah. Ohio State's going to be the 13 seed, and th- those are the only three things that we know. Right, and and I I just think it would be better for Michigan. I mean, I would love I would love for them to be like like where it would be today before the games today. I, I think would be a really good spot. But at the same time, I almost want Michigan to not get the double bye so they get another chance to get a win before they are, you know, getting into the yeah. South, you know? And so it's just a it's a very, very odd position that Michigan's in right now. All they had to do was take care of something in the non conference. By the way, as we're recording this tonight, let me go ahead and double check the score, but Pittsburgh was getting absolutely hammered by uh, Notre Dame, who has not been very good this year. Uh, Notre right. Dame ended up winning by seven. It was a lot worse than that uh, during the game. Notre Dame was up 42-28 uh, at halftime, and they were up they were up 20 at one point in the second half was Notre Dame. So that is by far Michigan's best non-conference victory, and uh, that's that's going to hurt them in the net. To to be quite honest, I I don't think we'll be seeing Pitt get into that top fifty category to give Michigan a quad one win. So, uh, gotta go get a couple, at least one against either Illinois or Indiana. I think, given the way Indiana's playing, that is your best opportunity. But like you said, uh, Juwan Howard has not beaten Indi- uh, Illinois since uh, since coming to Michigan. Uh, but I do know it's going to be really hard to go get a victory against a good Indiana squad in Assembly Hall on the on the fifth on Sunday. So. I, I really hope Michigan gets this one. It's gonna it's gonna put me at ease a little bit watching that Indiana game if Michigan's able to go do it. And and ultimately I think they can if they continue to play the way they've been playing, if they stay locked in. Doug McDaniel with that mid-range jump shot is so beautiful. And Kobe Buffkin, man, how good has this kid been? You know, I ultimately everything's had to run through Hunter so much this year, so much last year. The emergence of Kobe Buffkin into an NBA type talent over the second half of this year and playing in that capacity has done wonders for this team, particularly the month of February. Yeah. Kobe Buffkin is he's special. And I, I just, I want the NBA to stop taking notice though, man, he's, <laughs> he's creeping up those boards. Um, it makes me a little worried. Um, and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at some stuff for the game tomorrow and I'll tell you this. It's a great time for an emotional hedge bet on that Michigan Illinois game tomorrow. Illinois favored by three and a half. Um, you know they're at home. I mean, like to be honest, like I I would I would take that bet. But at the same time, I mean, Michigan's like they're they're a motivated team right now, and mm. especially going to Illinois and confident. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're they they are playing their their best basketball of the year right now. Um, so I mean, that I I totally agree too. I mean, I think. And for some reason, I just I feel like those these weeknight games are just like easier to win on the road than the weekend ones. Okay, like Assembly Hall on Sunday is gonna be that's that's just a, that's just Dude, gonna it's gonna be, be it's tough gonna be senior play. day. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. gonna be so tough. So it's, it's yeah, gonna it, be rocket in there, one hundred percent. And I mean, Illinois is gonna be a really difficult atmosphere too. Um, but I, I definitely, I think Indiana is obviously a better team than Illinois. But like you said, it's a, it's a Thursday side. night. Uh, maybe I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, if that's right around, I don't know. I know Michigan's going on or, or was on spring break. 
uh, here this yeah. week, I believe. Illinois, I have no idea what their spring break schedule, but if we're like in spring break right now or, or headed towards it this upcoming week, the atmosphere might be dwindled a little bit. Like, and, yeah. and it being on a Thursday night, late at night, like, yeah, I, I think it is much easier to, to win on the road in those circumstances, then it's going to be Sunday at assembly hall when they, when it's senior day and the place is going to be packed and no, you know, it's a nice little Sunday afternoon. All the families are going to be there and everything like that. So yeah, got to go get one uh, here tonight as you're listening, if you're listening on, uh, on Thursday. Yeah. I mean, that would, that a win, a win tomorrow would go such a long way. Um, And then another, another note about the, the big 10 tournament. Um, I, I seriously think that any team, besides Minnesota could get hot and win this thing. I mean, mm-hmm. Ohio state now was looking like they were on par with Minnesota with how they've been playing. And now another double digit win tonight against a ranked Maryland team. So, yeah. I mean, Ohio state got that one win against Illinois and now they seem to be, I mean, they were, they were playing good basketball at the beginning of the season, almost beat Purdue lost by one at home to Purdue. And at that point, Ohio state, I think was ranked like 25th in the country. And then they just fell off. Um, but I mean, they got some talented players. It, it's going to be, it's going to be a crazy big 10 tournament next week. And it's yes. in Chicago. I'm really hoping that I can go to it. Yeah. You got to man, just mm-hmm. hop on over, dude. A little mid, yeah. little midday action, you know? Yeah. I'm hoping Michigan, Michigan gets into one of these night games so I can go over there after work. That dude, that second day of the tournament is just so, so good, you know, cause you got the, the first day. You pretty much got some bad teams playing, but that second day kicking it off like all day long, just bang, 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 one after another, man. So, so good. Dude, it's, it is incredible. Just honestly, like conference championship week, it's, it's on par for me with the first weekend of March Madness. Like, obviously, nothing beats that first weekend, but I mean, when you wake up and you just, you know, you get, get a couple things done in the morning and then you've got college basketball yep. on from noon until midnight. I mean, it's just so much fun. I will say I still met the 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 traditional Big East tournament, man, when they had oh, like yeah. 16 teams in that conference was amazing. Yeah. And and everyone... so I, I still miss it. I hate goddamn conference realignment. I know, dude. It's that's me. I, I miss I miss back in like elementary school when you'd have like the fun teachers that would throw the throw the games on the <laughs> during class, dude. Those those were the good days. Yes, they yes they were, man. Hey, by the way, let me tell you a little bit about our friends at Manscaped who now sell beard products. That's right. Once again, revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Now, so if you got a beard, you got to groom the thing, man. You can't just be letting it all straggly looking everywhere, you know, getting looking like Sasquatch. No one likes that. Get yourself this Beard Hedge Hedger Pro Kit from manscaped it's got a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths all with one guard uh it's got the titanium coated t-blade which is tough on hair but smooth on your face trimming that thing up beard shampoo and conditioner a little beard oil little beard balm you get all of this in one kit and guess what we're gonna go ahead and get you 20% off and free shipping. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com, insert promo code MNB20, and you're getting yourself 20% off and free shipping with Manscaped. So uh, real quick, wanted to to touch on this uh, a little bit. As of right now, Bracket Matrix has Michigan in 10 
of 106 brackets. So still work to do, but I think a win against Illinois Thursday night, I think that vaults that number way, way higher if they're able to get it done, if they get one of these next two. Oh, 100%, dude. They are, they're right on the brink right now. Big quad one road win is going to go a long way. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait for the game tomorrow, dude. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And by we're, by the time we're talking next week, man, we're going to be talking Big Ten Tournament. I am looking forward to it. Uh, by the way, if you're interested, I know mazenbrew.com going to be doing some articles, some rooting interest articles for other games happening around the country for teams that are on the bubble that Michigan could potentially vault to get into the NCAA tournament. Be on the lookout for those uh, for this week while you're watching college basketball. Scotty, where can we find you on social media, my man? You guys can give me a follow on Twitter at Scotty White underscore uh, Michigan baseball season also just got started. Um, and I've been covering them. So if you guys are into baseball, you can find all the articles there. And we'll be finishing up the basketball season strong as well. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you get your podcast. We do appreciate you listening, uh, engaging, and, and of course, you know, hopefully saying some nice things about us, but we do love your feedback. So uh, make sure to check out the Maze of Brew Twitter page as well at Maze and Brew and be on the lookout for some more news regarding the transition coming up to Fan First Sports Network with all of our Maze and Brew podcasts. So for my partner, Scotty White, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on Brewcast.